When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It is another episode of the Black and Bougie Podcast. That's right. It's the experience known as the Black and Bougie Podcast. want to say Happy New Year to the entire audience. Um, I know we have all been waiting on 2021. Um, we've all have said at some point, um, my God, I cannot wait until 2020 is over. Now, I must admit to you, I'm one of the people that says, well, it doesn't matter. And you, you're not going to magically switch over the clock. And then all of a sudden things are going to change and be better. Um, based off of the year it is, it's up to us to change um, our destinies uh, based off of our actions, you know, and who we are. That's what changes, you know, things. It's not the actual year. Those are numbers that are set by. Whatever, I don't want to get into that, but those are those are those are numbers and years that are set by something that really doesn't matter to to what true destiny is. So because if you think about it, other countries have different years, etc. So it doesn't matter. 2020 was not the problem. There's bigger things that are problem that we're not going to get into today. But it is a new it is a new day and it's not 2020. 2021 day it's just a new day and it's up to us to change that day so i started the episode a little different i put on a a um a song and it, this song was something that touched me and the song is called what would i do if i could feel and that is from the late great nipsey russell not Russell the late great Nipsey Russell and it's from a song uh, it's a song from the soundtrack from The Wiz which is an American classic the rest of America doesn't know it's a classic but people of the uh, the black hue know that it's a classic and it's not just a movie it's not just an enter entertainment it actually is something that um, has lessons in it that if you go back and you listen and you listen to the songs and you listen to and you look at some of the moments that happen in that movie, um, it can truly um, to help to impact your life. So let's talk about this song. Let's talk about who sung the song. So the character was the Tin Man. And we know that this comes from the, the, the Wizard of Oz, um, but it's the more in, impactful of the movies, The Wiz. And the Tin Man, he just wanted a heart. He was yearning. He was crying for a heart. And so there's lyrics in the song. There's a few that touched me. But I'm, I'm going to read one that really got to me. Right as I was actually adding the song to the podcast. And it says, And if tears should fall from my eyes, Just think of all the wounds they could mend. 
and just think of all the time I could spend just being vulnerable again. I want to read that for you again. And if tears should fall from my eyes, just think of all the wounds they could mend. And just think of all the time that I could spend just being vulnerable again. Now, how many of us have actually been feeling so emotional and they've been, we've been feeling so hurt that we can't even cry. It's just, it's just pain and, and, and agony, but actual tears don't fall from our eyes. And now think about the time when you actually do cry. Think about the release that happens and tears are a sign of, of vulnerability. So it's not necessarily that the 10 men didn't have a heart. He just was so hardened that he couldn't feel it anymore. So hardened that he couldn't feel the actual heart that was there. Now, how many of us go through that? So you'll say to yourselves, Justin, why? Why this? You know, the whiz is just a, a classic of, of entertainment. Um, but I think in everything that you do, you have to look at it and look at the message that's being put out there. Because these creatives don't do things just for fun. Sometimes they do. But even in the fun, there's a message. But they don't do things just for fun. There's always a message that's that's out there. And so, right, you know, this week, especially, I was feeling a little tin man, especially after I saw the events that happened at the Capitol. And I'll be honest with you, this was not the direction that this first year's episode was supposed to go. I'll rewind that a little bit. I didn't think that this was the first episode and this is how it should go because you want things to be light and airy and and kind of help us to to take charge for the new year but sometimes it is not light and airy sometimes it's just reality and the reality is a group of people push through because their guy didn't win a group of people pushed through and stormed, attacked, whatever word that you want to use, the Capitol because their guy didn't win. So this country that we're all in, that we benefit from, to having red lights, roads, jobs, a currency that actually has a value to it, property that actually has a value to it, um, that was all just kind of thrown out of the window because their guy didn't win. And I have to say this, and this might disturb certain people because people that listen to this podcast are not just of one hue. I have a rainbow of people that listen, but it was a privileged group of, of, of individuals that stormed the, the the capital a group of people that said you know what 
our guy didn't win and we're angry and we're upset and we're going to storm the Capitol and we're going to let our voices be heard. That's what they that's what they said. And if you don't if you don't believe it, you know, it's not something I'm just making up. You can actually go and listen to many different outlets of media. You can hear the words from individuals and it all pretty much says that our person didn't win and and he was going to save America and I'm angry about it. So I'm going to storm the Capitol. Now, let's think about if the shades of those people were a little bit darker, what would have happened? And this is not something that you have to think long and hard about because we have examples of it, not at the Capitol, but we have examples of it in cities across the country where people were angry and upset because they're not being treated fairly. Think about that. We're not being treated fairly and we're considered to be violent looters, rioters, not protesters. But we have certain people in power within this country that are actually saying that, you know what? Our person didn't win, so we're angry. So we're going to storm a place that helps to set the laws of how our actual country can flow and grow. And what probably some of the best, um, the best police force within the country is in our nation's capital. And these people stormed it and literally had the opportunity to sit with their feet sitting on an office of elected officials going through governmental emails, storming the walls, pushing through, threatening police. And were they harmed to the point of where African-Americans in this country are harmed? No. We can point to maybe one individual, a couple individuals, but not hundreds and thousands as the African-American people have had to deal with. Now, I have to say this because, you know, again, my audience is a rainbow. We do a whole lot of damage to ourselves. A whole lot. And in this one episode is I'm not going to be able to break it all down as to why some of those things happen. And, and, I, and I won't actual I, I won't. I won't excuse any of the behavior of African-American people. But we got to take care of we got to take care of home. We got to take care of ourselves. We have to. You know, there's a song by an artist now. And some people on this podcast will have heard of him and, and some people won't. But it was, it's an artist, uh, Little Baby. He's from Atlanta. I rep all things Atlanta. ATL all day, College Park, Southside. That's where I'm from. And in his song, Bigger Picture, which is if you haven't listened 
to it. You need to just just listen to bigger picture. And one of the things that was really, really quick and a lot of people probably didn't didn't catch it. And he says, basically, he says, people that look like me, right or wrong, I'm riding with them no matter what. That's what he said. Now, you tie that into the people that stormed the Capitol. Right or wrong, they're riding with him no matter what. No matter what. Doesn't matter. If it's anger, doesn't matter. If it's hate, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're riding with him. And a lot of us don't do that. You know, the great philosopher, and I don't know if a lot of you know this great philosopher, (laughs) but his name is Yoda. He's from Star Wars. And he said a quotable man. And it's like it is it is the greatest bar ever spit. And it says fear leads to anger, anger, anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. I'm going to say that again because you need to grasp it. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to suffering. This is the perfect example of what's going on right now. There's a privileged group of individuals that are feeling fear. And that fear has caused them to be angry. And that angry then translated into hate. And then the hate will then translate into our suffering. And we're seeing that on a daily basis. So then you might say, Justin, so what do we do? What do we do about all of this? I mean, I hear what you're saying. But what do we do? We have to be students. Like as we say in the street, you got to be students of the game. You got to be students of the game. You got to be students of what's actually going on right now in this society. And until we're able to come together in order to make true change, the fear will always lead to the end game, which is suffering. So I sat there and I listened to certain individuals and it was, it was the day that, um, you know, they're supposed to be voting and on the, not voting, but to basically proclaim that the election results are, are, um, are certified. They're certifying the results. And so obviously that was broken up by the events of what happened at the Capitol. So they came back that night. So you have people on both sides and they're speaking and they're saying their speeches. I didn't look this up, but I need to look up what the, you know, the definition of speeches. So they're, you know, they're, they're saying their speeches, you know, I guess to get their, their, their points of view across their views. And I'm looking at people on both sides and I'm like, man, you guys are still playing politics. You know, the streets would say, man, stop politicking. Sometimes you got to stop politicking and you just got to be real. And I'm listening to them and and some of them that have been like 
on their guy's side for the longest time. They're like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. I can't do it. Can't take this anymore. And you know what? This was wrong. And you know what? The election results are, 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 are real and true. Then you've got people on the other side that are saying, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is exactly it. This is what we're talking about. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, <laughs> man, you guys are both like just flaw, like just just fraudulent on, on both sides because, you know, you're, you're you're all opportunist. That's really what you are. You're opportunist on one side. You're like, see, this is what we were talking about. This can help me push my agenda. Then on the other side, you got people to say, man, I got to step back. Because this could damage me and what I'm trying to push. So then you think about the the past episode I had where you talk about, you know, the, the different types of people you have, you know, your, your constituents, you know, and your comrades, etc. And this is that group of people that are they're not necessarily what you're for. So they're not on your team, but they're just fighting for something a, a common ground that you're against so they're not for you in any way so don't think about they're for you you all just happen to not like the same thing at that moment so that's where they're jumping on that that moment bandwagon and if you think about it what are we really doing like what does this really really all mean Will there be a change come January 20? You know, we hope so. We hope we, we hope that there'll be a change. But the change doesn't start there. The change starts with us. The change starts with how we move. So I was in a place that I normally don't like to go and I won't name the store because, you know, there could be certain advertising opportunities but there's a place that I always tell my wife I don't like going into this store because there's a group of people that are in this store and these group of people they all are a certain way and they make me feel just down and poor like I mean they did just a, a poverty mindset of people so I happen to go into this this store with my wife to go shopping and there was a woman in front of us and she dropped something. And my wife said, oh, that lady dropped something. She's like, you should tell her that she just, you know, she dropped it. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I'll, and I'm going to tell you why I said that. So when I was in the voting line, there was someone that was voting for a certain candidate and they had a certain candidate's gear. They had it all on. Like they were just like 100% for this person. And so I said to this woman and she was an older woman. So I was going to pick it up for, her, but you know, during a time of COVID, so I didn't want to touch, you know, what she, what she had dropped from her hand. So I said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, you just dropped, you know, this piece of paper on the ground. And she looked at me like I was a piece of trash. She looked at me like, oh, I dare you speak to me. So tie that back into when I'm in this store. And I said, no, 
I'm not going to say anything. It, it touched me. It actually had took me back to that place of where this woman had this fear that leads to suffering. Now you might say, Justin, you're just going too far. Man. You really, really are. You're like, you're, you're going way too far. Like it's, it's not that deep. It's not that serious, but it is. It is. Our actions have consequences and the consequences are not always our own consequences. It's the consequences of other people. It's the consequences of other people. This woman's hate for me because of my skin color. And that's what it was when I was in the voting line. She didn't know who I was there to vote for. She assumed that she knew who I was there to vote for. But she hated me just because of what I look like. And I'm saying, excuse me, ma'am. You dropped something on the ground. She did pick it up. So I notified her. She picked it up because it helped her. But she had to turn around and give me hate while doing it. Man, we are messed up. Man, we are just, as we say, you know, I don't know if they say this all over, but I know where I'm from. Man, this is jacked up. Like, this is really, really jacked up. So now you're going to, you actually put a pause button on me helping someone because of your hate. So let's take that back to the song. What would I do if I could feel? I don't know. Cause feeling, it, it, it seems like it has just, it's gone away, it's disappeared. Like I don't even know what the word feeling means anymore. Well, no, I do feel, I'll take that back. I do feel, I feel a lot of hate, feel a lot of anger which leads to my internal suffering, which is not good for my health. It leads to the suffering of other individuals. But what, what would I do if I could feel? If we as a country would say, what, what, could, what, what would we do if we could feel? If we could feel what someone is, is going through on the other side. So while these people are storming the Capitol because their person didn't win, we've got things that are going on all over the all over the world in our country that we could impact right now. You know, we all been Netflix and, and, and chilling lately, right? So, you know, I've been watching a lot of different movies and and some people that watch movies, they can look at it and say, wow, that's a great piece of work. And some of us can look at it and be like, wow, I've actually seen that or I've dealt with that or I've felt that before. So I was watching this one movie and this movie and it was um, it was someone and they they had been, you know. Whatever, I don't think they've been molested or, you know, whatever, touched as a child and they then went into you know prostitution etc and then drug use or whatever and I'm like wow and then it touches you that's when you can feel 
it touches you. You're like, man, these things are going on right now. There are kids that are being molested. There's people that can't eat. And I'm not talking about the people that can't eat because of being lazy, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, but there are people that can't eat because they can't, they can't get employment because of, you know, whatever their situations are. There are people that are out there misusing the system. There are people out there that are getting food stamps. There are people that are out there getting child support and alimony and, and things that shouldn't be getting them because they know how to work the system. And we're, we're looking at a group of people that took paid time off for the day so they could go to the Capitol and storm it and then go back to work on Monday morning. Think about that. With everything that's going on in the world right now, with everything that's going on in society, these people said, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a day off. You know, I'm going to go into the system. I'm going to put that. I'm going to take this actual day off because my my guy said that I should be there. And I'm still going to get paid for that day. And I'm going to go and I'm going to storm the Capitol. But there are people out there that are really are suffering suffering so i live in I, I live in orlando and there's a place like this wherever you go and there's a place here and it's called it's actually called orange blossom trail and when you say it that way orange blossom trail it sounds really really nice you think of of, of a beautiful fragrance <laughs> you know that's you know, as you can smell in the air because it's Orange Blossom Trail. But there's a certain section of Orange Blossom Trail that's called OBT. And OBT is not a place that you want to be. OBT is a place where there's prostitution, there's there's drugs. You see the mess addicts, the crack addicts, the prostitutes that are walking up and down the street like zombies every day. Trying to actually, you know, um, get whatever they think they need to get for the day. Very, very temporary, very, very short sighted in what their goals are. The goal is to get through the day, to get high uh, to find a mark so they can, you know, get money and go through the day. And Sometimes these episodes are tough to get through because you're, it goes through so many things that are, are touching to you. And you just wonder, is it touching the rest of the world? And, you know, in Atlanta, there's this place it's called it was, back in my day. It was called Stewart Avenue and now it's called Metropolitan Avenue. And that's where it's, it's called. A, I'm just gonna be honest. It's called the whole stroll. This is where the the working women of the night and the day, you know, they, they they're going up and down dealing with truck drivers, dealing with people that are perverts, dealing with whatever, just so they can get the, get the dollar for the day. And we have people that are storming the Capitol because their person didn't win. I was on a, um, I chair a committee for an organization and it's called, uh, it's called the diversity committee. And so as we were going through and we we're talking about the agenda and, and, and how to get through things and I'm looking, I'm looking at the because it's on Zoom, right? So it's not in person. I'm looking at Zoom. And so as everyone's talking and chatting and going through and, 
you know, one of the individuals, they say, you know, you know, well, we can't really impact the school system right now the way we want to because of obviously for COVID reasons and certain things being closed and certain restrictions. And then he says a lot of the students in the school that we partner with, they live in motels. Because there's a certain part of Orlando where there's a, a community of people that live in motels. Some of them are hardworking people. Some of them are drug addicts. Some of them just they just can't find a, a solid place to live. So they choose to live in these day by day, week by week type of hotels. And they said, you know what? We can't impact these kids. And I'm like, oh. So then I think about what what are we doing? What are we actually doing? as this diversity committee that's supposed to be going and impacting people and changing lives. If we can say, you know, based off of certain restrictions, you know, we can't touch these people in the school system. So in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? Well, we need to figure out a way. We need to figure out and go and attach ourselves to groups and organizations that, that can then go and touch those people. But that's what you could do if you could feel. So I didn't say it in the beginning, but we need to all think about what could we do if we could actually feel that's the name of this episode. What would I do if I could feel? Can you think about the impact that you could have on society if you could actually feel? Trust me, 100 percent, the biggest racist in the world if they could feel they wouldn't act the way that they're acting. And the racism isn't on just one side, by the way. It's not. Racism is in black people. Race, racism is in white people. Um, racism is in, in other. I say other because that's, you know, the column that you check is the other column. Um, racism is with everyone. Chinese, Arab. Indian, you name it, it's there. But if we could feel, we'd be in a whole different mind state if we could feel. So I'm not gonna leave this this episode um, without giving you homework, as I always do. And I'm going to I'm going to leave this homework with a definition of the word feel. You know, I love to use definitions because it helps to clarify things. What is feel? To be aware of a person or object through touching or being touched. Experience an emotion or or a sensation. So my homework to you now is going to be. Think about the last time that you actually could feel. And I'm not talking about with your spouse. It could be. Because sometimes we definitely, that's a whole nother episode. Is, is, is to feel with your spouse, your loved ones, your partners, your family. But think about when you actually could feel. Feel with people with, that are different than you. Hmm. Put it on a list. Write it down. Now, when you wrote that list and let's say, oh, you know what? I feel all the time. I've got a, 
162 items on the list. Now then there's the other side of that, the times when you couldn't feel. That's the list I want you to concentrate on. Concentrate on feeling someone else's pain, feeling someone else's emotion. Because remember in the great words of Yoda, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. And if you can recognize that on the other side of the people that you don't feel for, we can help the suffering that happens at the other end. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this right now. I'm so sorry for this being the first episode of the year. But I'm also not sorry at the same time because we automatically thought with the change of a clock that was designed by people that it was just going to automatically change. And it doesn't. We change. We change the direction of what goes on in our life. We change destiny. Because it can be changed. So help people by feeling. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Black and Bougie Podcast. That's right, it's the experience known as the Black and Bougie Podcast. I look forward to speaking to you again in lighter times. I look forward to speaking to you about different topics. I look forward to speaking to you about things that help lighten us. But we've got to go through this right now. We've got to go through this and help to heal our world by feeling. Thank you. I look forward to speaking to you again. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Black and Bougie Podcast. Be well.